Elimination Chamber 2022 full review and analysis for February 19th, 2022 plus. I'm going to be diving into WrestleMania 38. Elimination Chamber, a complete waste of time. I think it was. What's happening, everybody? Welcome to episode 240 of the Wrestling Takeover Podcast. This is your host, Jordan Turner. I appreciate everybody that will be tuning in. I apologize that the review was a little late. Again, like I said, I had some things I had to do today. But I'm here, and I watched the rest of the show um, as I was on my way home, as I was watching on Peacock, as I have the app on my phone. So I was watching the rest of the show on my phone. I will be giving you guys my full in-depth uh, results of Elimination Chamber, all of the winners. I'll also talk about briefly, you know, how I uh, enjoyed the matches or lack thereof. If you are being honest with yourselves, I see a lot of people in the community that are actually giving the show a pass. I get it, but uh, I think the show was a waste of time, like I said in my early intro. So I'm going to be also talking about WrestleMania 38. We got to get to it. I'll probably make um, a podcast talking about how I would book WrestleMania 38 and just from my perspective and my creativity. So if you guys are interested in that, that's probably going to come up before WrestleMania. So that should be pretty cool. Uh, Before I get right into the review, be sure to listen and subscribe to the Wrestling Takeover on all available podcast platforms, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, or wherever you listen to podcasts. If you are new around here and you're a new listener each and every week on the show, I talk about wrestling reviews as I'm doing today. I talk about fantasy bookings as I will be doing later on in the review. And I always make sure I'm staying up to date on the latest news and rumors in the world of professional wrestling. So tap in again, enjoy the podcast, enjoy the Elimination Chamber review and results. Again, you know, I I've really felt this was a waste of time. I'm sorry. Um, I thought the show was overall, as I'm looking at the results now, and the way everything shaped out. Uh, some of my favorite matches was the Beth uh, the the Becky Lynch, excuse me, versus Lita match for the Raw Women's Title. I thought that was pretty cool, decent match there. Um, I mean, outside of that, Rey Mysterio versus The Miz was decent. Um, we also seen the Elimination Chamber match for the women. Uh, Bianca Belair, Alexa Bliss, Rhea Ripley, Liv Morgan, Doe Drop, Nikki Ash, as they battled inside the Elimination Chamber. Um, I will be going over that in my uh, quick opinions on it. I thought the overall match was solid. I've seen a lot of people were kind of shitting on the match which I can understand why you would. I think both chamber matches were kind of adulted, but if I had to choose which one was a little bit better, 
I'm actually going to go with the women's match. I really am. Um, and that's pretty much about it in terms of things I liked on the show. Besides, obviously, uh, Roman Reigns defeating Bill Goldberg. Um, I mean, that needed to happen. I'll go over that again when I get to the match. But I thank everybody for joining me on today's brand new episode of The Wrestling Takeover. If you guys have a social media and you guys want to follow your boy, I would really appreciate it. Follow me on Instagram at The Wrestling Takeover. Shout out to all the followers on there. I love you guys so much. Thank you for continuing to follow me on that platform. Also, if you guys want to follow me on Twitter, you guys have a Twitter. You guys should probably go follow me over there, man. It's a it's a great time. Get my views and opinions out there. My honest, in-depth views and opinions. Uh, determining, you know, you know, the characters. But then I have my podcast. I can really go in-depth into what I am really thinking about. But if you guys want to follow me on Twitter, it's a great you know, place to voice your opinions about professional wrestling, among other things. You know, the IWC is very uh, controversial, but I love being in the community, man. I think I have a, a pretty good voice, and I'm, you know, one of a few people that are in the IWC community that I was always honest with anything I'm talking about when it comes to the world of professional wrestling. You guys can go follow me over there at JT Takeover. And again, follow, subscribe. And rate the podcast five stars on Apple Podcast and Spotify. Thank you very much. Now, let's get right into this worthless, pointless pay-per-view. Um, we're going to kick things off. We're going to start off with the first opening match, and then we're going to go down to the last. We kicked off with the kickoff match. The kickoff match, Rey Mysterio. I see went one-on-one with The Miz. Rey Mysterio defeated The Miz. This match was solid for what it was. Um, You know, listen. I feel bad for Mysterio. I feel bad for Miz. They don't really have anything going on. But WrestleMania is drawing near. I'm not sure what Miz is going to do at WrestleMania. I might as well tie it into WrestleMania right here. So I'm going to talk about each match, but then I'm going to also tie it in to WrestleMania as well, instead of talking about Elimination Chamber, and then the second half of the podcast, I'm going to talk about WrestleMania separate. I'm not going to do that. So I'm going to talk about each match, and then I'm going to talk about WrestleMania, because most of these people, you know, they have WrestleMania implications coming up. So we're going to get right into that. So Rey Mysterio, like I said, um, I mean, I was the only one. I mean, let's be honest. You know, I was on Twitter months ago. I have receipts. I have it right here. You feel me? I tweeted out on Twitter around like October-ish that Rey Mysterio and Dominic, they need a battle at WrestleMania. And that's something that I still stand by. I still believe that we should get Rey Mysterio versus Dominic Mysterio at WrestleMania. It will be a beautiful match. It will be a passing of the torch type of match for Dominic, you know, being the new king, being the new prince of the Mysterio family. Rey Mysterio actually taking off his mask in public, you know, in front of a live audience. I think that would be just something to behold. I think that would be really cool, you know, to see Rey Mysterio passing his mask and bending down to one knee, giving his mask to his son. I think that would be really cool to see. Um, 
But outside of that, you know, the Miz, I'm not sure what the Miz is doing at WrestleMania. Again, these two, you know, they put on a decent match, but it's nothing that I'm going to run home about, if you know what I mean. So that's kind of just how I feel about it. And that's my opening thoughts on that match. Let's get into the one match that I was excited that it was the first match that actually kicked off, you know, Elimination Chamber. I'm thinking to myself, you know, there's no way. There's no way Vince McMahon can be this stupid. This stupid close to WrestleMania. And I want to give Vince McMahon a round of applause. He listened and he's aware of the importance that Roman Reigns has as Universal Champion. So shout out to Vince McMahon for making the right call. Vince McMahon knew what was best. He knew the decision that needed to be made. Roman Reigns is still the Universal Champion as he defeated Bill Goldberg. Now, Roman Reigns is touted as the GOAT. He's touted as the head of the table. I want to think that WWE understands what they have in Roman Reigns' title run. I don't think they do, but as more and more go on, I think they finally understand how important this title run is. Roman Reigns can be the Michael Jordan of professional wrestling in WWE. You know, months ago, I tweeted out on Twitter just to shits and giggles, just to get people's reactions. I had people agreeing with me. I also had people disagreeing with me. And what I'm talking about is I tweeted out a couple months ago that I actually want Roman Reigns to hold the Universal Championship all the way to WrestleMania 40. You heard me. I didn't stutter. Roman Reigns, he should hold the Universal title all the way to WrestleMania 40 because it will give WWE an ample amount of opportunity and time to find his quote-unquote replacement and someone that you can build the brand around besides Roman Reigns. And Roman Reigns can go do his own thing, Hollywood, or whatever you know he wants to do. WrestleMania 40, I think it's a great place and time for Roman Reigns to drop the Universal title. Now, I had people disagreeing with me. <laughs> That's too long. WWE's not doing that. And then I also had people agreeing with me. Dude, you need to be ahead of creative. This is what people were saying to me. I kid you not. You need to be ahead of creative. You have great ideas. I think that would be great. It does give WWE, you know, an ample amount of time to find the replacement for Roman Reigns. And when they find that person, that person that they find can be the guy to, you know, ultimately defeat Roman Reigns. And it will be believable. Right now, they don't have that guy. So right now, Roman Reigns needs to hold the Universal Championship. So I'm thinking going into this match, you know, WWE cannot be this stupid. They can't. They can't. One thing that I do take away from this match is, I mean, Bill Goldberg respects Roman Reigns. Bill Goldberg respects Bobby Lashley. Bill Goldberg respects Drew McIntyre. Bill Goldberg, he does not respect The Fiend. Bill Goldberg does not respect K. 
Kevin Owens. You see, what is Kevin Owens and Bray Wyatt missing that Drew McIntyre, Bobby Lashley, and Roman Reigns have? I don't know. I can't answer you that question. You know, I want to mention this, man. I I really, really want to mention this. And I want to, you know, relay this to everybody. This was a quote from Bill Goldberg on SmackDown. And he was mentioning some shit. And he was mentioning, you know, a lot of like dumb stuff. And and one thing in particular that just really, it kind of drove me insane with what Bill Goldberg has to say. Let me look for it. Let's see. So Bill Goldberg, right? Bill Goldberg. He said, when it comes to the Universal Championship, I'm next. Clearly, that was a lie. You're not next. You lost. Deservedly so. You should not have beaten Roman Reigns. That made no sense. The whole story arc was Brock Lesnar and Roman Reigns at WrestleMania. So Roman Reigns needed to beat you. It's to pat his stats. Absolutely. But Bill Goldberg has nothing going on for him. He has no plans right now. I don't even know if he's going to have a match at WrestleMania. We don't know. But I actually have it right here. Fightful, you know, select Fightful Wrestling on social media. Bill Goldberg was in being interviewed. And this quote is ridiculous. Bill Goldberg said, I'll never be ready to be done. But I don't want to tarnish anything or take a spot. Let me read that last point again. But I don't want to tarnish anything or take a spot away from somebody. Bill, listen, man, listen. You sound like an absolute hypocrite. I went on Twitter. I got a lot of favorites from this. I went on Twitter this just happened yesterday. I said, Goldberg, quote, I don't want to tarnish anything or take a spot. Close quote. Bruh, laughing my ass off. Bill Goldberg, you sound hypocritical. You defeated Bray Wyatt and killed his entire momentum and character in Saudi Arabia. But then you say, I don't want to take a spot. You took a spot. You beat Bray Wyatt. What are you talking about? But then he, lo- you know, he loses to Drew McIntyre. Bobby Lashley and Roman Reigns, but he beat Kevin Owens and Bray Wyatt. What's different with those guys? You know, with Roman Reigns, Drew McIntyre, and Bobby Lashley. Let's keep it 100. Let's be honest, bro. It's just something that still, it boggles my mind. You know, I respect Bill Goldberg. I do. I respect he is a legend. Have I lost respect? After, you know, the loss with Bray Wyatt, absolutely, I did. Because that, you know, that win, that was unnecessary. You didn't need to beat him. You didn't need to beat him. I was afraid coming into this. I really was. A lot of us in the IWC community was very afraid that Bill Goldberg was going to beat Roman Reigns. A couple near falls here and there. You know, the match was decent for what it was. It, It really was. It was decent for the time that it was given. It was like five minutes and something, some change. It was really decent. 
You know, and Bill Goldberg did the right thing. Bill Goldberg knows that Roman Reigns needs to continue to pat his stats. Beating this legend. Beating this legend. Isn't he going to be the greatest of all time? So you got to continue to pat that stat. Brock Lesnar, you're on that list, my guy. You're on that list. Roman Reigns, Brock Lesnar is made official champion versus champion, but they have not announced if it's going to be a unification. They're just simply tiding it champion versus champion. I, I get it. There are people in the community. I'll, again, I'll get to that, you know, when I get to Brock Lesnar. But finishing up with the Roman Reigns stuff, it was decent. You know, Roman got his stuff in. And then Bill Goldberg, you know, he didn't look that bad. So props to Bill Goldberg there. But he did the right thing, which I appreciate. Let's talk about the Raw Women's Championship Opportunity Elimination Chamber. We all knew what was going to happen, and it happened. Am I mad? No. Why am I mad? We knew it was going to happen. There's no point to be upset. Just like the main event, I'll get to that too. I have the same opinion with that. Why are we mad about it? Why are people in the community upset about what happened in the main event? I understand it. I get it. I get it. I'm I'm with you in terms of your frustration. I don't agree with it, but I'm with you guys. I understand where you're coming from. Same with this. But the thing is, people love Bianca Belair. People adore Bianca Belair. Can't say the same thing with Brock Lesnar. Bianca Belair is a generational talent. You know that. I know that. She's a legend in the game. She's so good for barely learning anything in professional wrestling. She caught up very quickly. She defeated Alexa Bliss. It was them two last. Liv Morgan. Liv Morgan winning? No. Doe drop? No. Nikki Ash? Nikki Ash, listen. Nikki Cross? Nicole? Listen to me. Your gimmick is trash. Please get rid of it and either come up with something a little bit better than this or go back to your crazy sanity gimmick because I love that character. That character, excuse me, that character was very good. This character is straight trash. That's my opinion, and that's how I feel. Let me talk about Rhea Ripley. You know, I, I adore Rhea Ripley. I love Rhea Ripley. I'm a big supporter of Rhea Ripley. I've watched her in NXT. She was a killer on NXT. She lost against Charlotte Flair at WrestleMania. They put on a banger of a match, but she lost. And she goes on interviews a couple, couple weeks, a couple months later. I lost confidence. I don't feel confident anymore. I kind of get the same feeling here. It's like management is choosing over Bianca Belair and Rhea Ripley. And they're choosing Bianca and leaving Rhea in the dirt. 
She had a killer gauntlet match though on Monday. I watched it. She did great. Management is literally confirming and admitting that Rhea Ripley is missing something. What that something is, I have no idea. I don't think Rhea Ripley is missing anything. Rhea Ripley is just as good or even better than Bianca Belair. They're on the same wavelength. Why is Bianca Belair getting all of these opportunities? As much as I adore Bianca Belair, that's my girl. But Rhea Ripley's my girl too. I love Rhea Ripley. Why is she not getting these same opportunities that Bianca Belair is getting? I don't understand it. What is she missing? I can't, fi- I can't figure it out. I can't figure it out. I hope Rhea Ripley has a bounce back year. I, I really do. Um, you know, I was communicating with somebody, some of my wrestling friends, you know, on social media, and one of them told me, you know, you know, Jordan, I could see, I can't believe I'm going to say this, but I could see Rhea Ripley getting released. I'm like, what? Rhea Ripley getting released? Nah, I can't see that. And then I stopped to think with the way this woman has been, you know, booked. And then I, I told him like, you know what, man, I could, uh, I could actually see that happening. Now, is that going to happen? No, but you just look at the way she's been booked. It's not good. It's not good. You know, I'd rather not Rhea Ripley be in this match. You should have gave it to somebody else, but understand the roster. It's, they don't have a lot of women. Rhea Ripley should not have been a sacrificial lamb. It's disappointing with the way they're booking Rhea Ripley. It just sucks because I'm a big fan of hers. You know, most of these women in the chamber match deserve better. The women's division deserves better. That's why I'm so passionate. And I'm a real fucking fan of the women's division. I'm not one of these, you know, fake fans that only have their favorites and they don't care about any other, you know, women in the division. If it's from Raw or SmackDown, they have their favorites from each brand and they're going to support and cry and complain, you know, deservedly so. But where's that same energy for the rest of the women on that brand that your favorite is on? Same goes for the other women on the opposite brand. The women's division, it really needs a complete reset. Desperately. You got to merge the women's divisions. You need to bring in a mid-card championship for the women's division. You need to get rid of the women's tag team titles. You have zero teams. What's the point in having those titles? I've been saying this for a very long time. And I'll continue to say it. Bianca Belair won. She defeated Alexa Bliss at the end of the day. Those are the last two women. Speaking of Alexa Bliss... Let me tell you something. Lexi, right? That's your real name. I'm a fan of your work. I really am. I'm a fan of Alexa Bliss. She's not the greatest in-ring performer. She's not. But if someone asks me a straight-up question, are you a fan of Alexa Bliss? Yes or no? I'm saying yes. I am a fan of Alexa Bliss. But you you see... (laughs) WWE wasted our time. Lexi, 
Alexa Bliss, be patient. Stop complaining. Be patient. All this stuff. We were patient. I was patient. I kept saying on Twitter each and every week. All right, Alexa Bliss, I'm patient. I'm patient. What's the end game? There needs to be an end game here. Alexa Bliss, I'm patient. And she just comes out with the the fiend persona. And I seen that and I'm just like, oh my God. Like, what the hell? I don't know, man. It's frustrating. It's frustrating. Bianca Belair won at the end of the day. This match was better than the men's elimination chamber match. It was. Um, it wasn't the greatest. It wasn't, but for what it was, I, I enjoyed myself. I did. Um, Bianca Belair is going to WrestleMania to face Becky Lynch at WrestleMania. Let me tell you something. Okay? Bianca Belair lost at SummerSlam in seconds. Seconds. Bell ring. Rock bottom. One, two, three. Becky Lynch won. Long-term storytelling. Be patient. Okay. Looks like they are leading to what we're going to get at WrestleMania. I pitched on Twitter couple of months ago that Bianca Belair and Becky Lynch they could have a classic they probably might have a classic a clinic go 30 minutes 20 minutes 22 minutes whatever the case may be going over 15 minutes that's preferred right I have not seen a lot of people in the IWC. And this is why I don't get any credit because my podcast is a nobody. I'm a nobody in the community. I don't really get a lot of credit. This is why no one gives me the credit when it comes to coming up with the storyline with Roman Reigns and The Rock and going point for point on, you know, the idea. You know, I have my people, you know, that I'm in contact with. They always tell me, man, that's that idea is great. This is idea is great. This and that, you know, but... You don't really get the credit when you tweet it out on social media. And I'm just like, yeah, because I'm a nobody. Nobody knows me. Nobody knows the wrestling takeover. They will soon, though. I promise you that. I'm going to keep hustling. I'm going to keep being creative. I'm going to keep being honest. I'm going to keep being myself. And I'm going to keep being consistent. Not going nowhere. But just the fact that, yo, I came up with the Rock and Roman Reigns idea. And it's being rumored that the Rock might appear and we might get that interaction. It's just frustrating. It's like I came up with that literally in the month of, uh, you know, December. December of last year. And now there's rumors saying that it's actually going to happen exactly the way the idea that I pitched in the month of December. It's annoying. Same thing with Bianca Belair and Becky Lynch. All right. Becky Lynch defeated... Bianca Belair in seconds. I still can't get over that. That was absolutely stupid. Okay? That's number one. Number two. I went on Twitter. I did it again today. And I said, you know what would make sense? 
Bianca Belair beating Becky Lynch in seconds. It just makes sense. That's storyline progression. Oh, but we want to see a classic. You know, Bianca Belair can get her, you know, rematch and, and revenge that way. Okay, she can. But wouldn't it be a shocker? Would it be impactful if Bianca Belair got her revenge against, you know, Becky Lynch in seconds? I think that would be a shocking moment. That would be justice for Becky Lynch squashing Bianca Belair. Bianca Belair comes back and squashes Becky Lynch. Let me know what you guys think about that idea. Is it going to happen? I don't think so. Would I rather see that happen instead of having them have a classic match? I mean, I'd rather see the classic match. If you're saying, would you rather see the squash or a classic match? I'm going with the classic match. But I put that squash match out there idea. I put that you know out there because it's an idea, and I think it makes sense for storyline progression. So that's my opinion there. Next up, we had Ronda Rousey and Naomi. They defeated SmackDown Women's Champion Charlotte Flair and Sonya Deville. This match was all right. It was all right. Um, Naomi and Sonya Deville, I think they will have a match at WrestleMania. Um, maybe, you know, they should have like a stipulation match. A last woman standing match. A hardcore match. An I quit match. Something like that. Falls count anywhere. I think they will have a stipulation match, a gimmick match at WrestleMania. And it makes sense. It does make sense. And it's something that I would really love to see. I want to see Sonya Deville, you know, get in that ring and have, you know, great matches with a lot of these women in the division. She's very capable of doing so. Naomi, you know, Naomi deserves so much better. But a lot of these women deserve better. It's just not Naomi. A lot of these women deserve better. The booking really goes a long way. And that's why I always tell people, once you fix creative, everything else is going to fall into place. Trust me on that. So, Ronda Rousey and Naomi won. Match was all right. Let me tell you something. You know, I don't know what's going on with Sasha Banks. I miss my girl. I don't know where she's at. I don't know what type of plans that they have for her. I'm pretty concerned about it because, you know, we've seen the Royal Rumble, you know, little incident that we've seen with her getting eliminated so quickly. Um, I'm pretty concerned. I don't know what they're going to do with Sasha Banks at WrestleMania. But let me tell you something. Unless she's facing Trish Stratus or Lita or Melina, something along those lines, let me tell you something. Sasha Banks needs to get added to Ronda Rousey and Charlotte Flair. Don't at me, please. Don't. Charlotte got added. Sasha Banks can get added. Listen, Charlotte. Listen, right? The greatest. I don't consider you the greatest. You're good. You're a great pro wrestler. You're not the greatest. The standard, that's Sasha Banks, right? The queen, all right? You could, you're a queen, that's fine. 
the opportunity, right? Corey Graves, the opportunity. What is she, the Undertaker? The opportunity. You know, that's royalty by calling someone the opportunity. So what, you got to run through Charlotte Flair to be a big-time superstar? Ronda Rousey versus Charlotte Flair is so politically driven, it's disgusting. It's disgusting. If you pay attention and you watch the way these segments are, you know, presented and the way they're interacting with each other, it just seems extremely forced. That's where I'm coming from. That's the vibe I'm getting. You guys might be getting a different perspective in a different way. That's cool. I'm coming off as if I'm looking at this. This is extremely forced. Ronda Rousey versus Charlotte Flair. I could see it main eventing night one. We'll see what happens. It's possible. I think a women's match will main event night one. And I think it's either going to be Ronda Rousey versus Charlotte Flair or Becky Lynch versus Bianca Belair. This is going to be a tall tell story. In regards to, is Charlotte Flair going to play the political card? I'm facing Ronda Rousey. I need to be in the main event of night one. Simple. Is she going to pull that card? Or is WWE going to give Becky Lynch the main event of night one going up against Bianca Belair? I don't know what's going to happen, but that's going to be... Something that I am really going to start paying attention to. As soon as the news comes out, what's going to main event night one, it will be either, and I'm telling you right now, it's either going to be Bianca Belair versus Becky Lynch, or it's going to be Charlotte Flair versus Ronda Rousey. We're going to see what happens. I would add Sasha Banks. That's just my personal opinion because for WrestleMania 39 in L.A., my mindset is already to Trish Stratus versus Sasha Banks at that WrestleMania. Sasha Banks right now does not have a match and do not come up here and tell me, what about Bailey? We can get Bailey and Sasha Banks versus Alina Vega and Carmella? What? Don't come at me with that shit. Don't come at me with that type of shit. No. I don't want to see that. I'm speaking for myself. I don't want to see that. Sasha Banks needs needs to get added to this match or she needs to face someone like Alita or Molina at WrestleMania. Some sort of a dream match type of vibe. Or even better, we can get Bayley versus Sasha Banks. Number one contenders match, winner challenge for the SmackDown women's title. How about that one? There's another idea. That's why I'm the king of this shit. I come up with ideas left and right when I'm recording this shit. What about Sasha Banks versus Bayley? Number one contenders match. They put on a five-star clinic. And the winner goes on to, you know, most likely face Ronda Rousey, who I think is going to definitely win that match. You know, at the next pay-per-view. Let's do it. I think that makes sense. I'm for that. Let me know what you guys think. Um, Next up, Drew McIntyre. He defeated Mad Cat Moss in a Falls Count Anywhere match. This match was actually decent. <laughs> this match was actually pretty decent. 
Uh, I hope Matt Moss is okay. I hope Moss is okay. That looked nasty. That looked nasty, man. His head. Make sure he doesn't have a concussion. You know. So we'll see what happens. But at the end of the day, this didn't really do nothing. And I'm already hearing rumors that Drew McIntyre might go one-on-one with Baron Corbin at WrestleMania. Hand me a pillow. Go get my pillow and, you know, let me take a nap. No one wants to see that. Nobody wants to see that. I'm sorry, guys. My uh, my stomach is, like, bugging me right now. Um, but, again, Drew McIntyre. I don't really know what he does at WrestleMania, so we'll see what happens. Becky Lynch, Lita. This was a good match. This was a good match. Listen, I'm not a fan of Becky Lynch's Conor McGregor uh, character because that's what it is exactly. She's a female version of Conor McGregor. I hate the character. It sucks. Please go back to the man character. That was way better. But her and Lita put on a great match. That was a great performance by Lita. So shout out to Lita, man. One of the goats in the industry. That was awesome. Um, And Becky Lynch won. We kind of seen this happen. But again, a great performance by Lita. No question. Next up, we've seen the SmackDown Tag Team Championships on the line. We've seen the Usos versus the Viking Raiders, and it ended in a no contest as the Usos went out to immediately attack the Viking Raiders. Please merge the tag team divisions. That's all I'm going to say. Main event, Brock Lesnar, he defeated everybody (laughs) to become the new WWE champion, and it is now made official. We are getting champion versus champion at WrestleMania. WWE champion Brock Lesnar, universal champion Roman Reigns in the ultimate showdown. I cannot wait. I'm very excited. Listen, this. I need you guys all to understand for the people that are upset. I get you're upset. I, I understand. Brock Lesnar, Roman again, and we've seen it already. Fucking move on. I get it. I'm with you guys. See, the thing is, you got to be aware of what WWE is doing. You got to understand what they're doing. People, WWE has been planning Roman Reigns versus Brock Lesnar for a year now. For a year, you knew this was coming. Now, I will say, a Brock Lesnar winning the WWE Championship is fucking pointless. I mean, what the fuck? This guy should have beaten Bobby Lashley. And you could have gave the Royal Rumble to somebody else, and then we could have had a triple threat for champion versus champion unification match. Or we could have had the Royal Rumble winner challenge Brock Lesnar on night one in the main event. The winner faces Roman Reigns in night two in a unification champion versus champion type of situation there. We didn't get that. That just shows that WWE is truly not creative. They don't know what the fuck they're doing. 
You gave the Royal Rumble to Brock Lesnar just to have him win the WWE title. You have the Royal Rumble winner win the WWE championship. Okay, that's fine. That is fine, right? He's the Royal Rumble winner. He won the WWE championship. But wasn't he supposed to win the WWE championship at WrestleMania instead of Crown Jewel? Come on, man. That's stupid. That makes no sense. No sense whatsoever. But listen, WWE, I don't know what you're going to do. You know, champion versus champion. You got to make a unification match. There are people in the community that do not want a unification match. Because it's not going to get a lot of other people an opportunity to go after the championship. I get it. And if that's the case, then the Royal Rumble winner should have just faced uh, Brock Lesnar on night one in the main event. And then go on to face Roman Reigns on night two. I don't know. Or what they could have done was give Roman Reigns Brock Lesnar. Brock Lesnar, you know, he wins the World Rumble, but he's not the champion. Bobby Lashley loses the title in the chamber. And listen, my idea originally was what a unification match. We might be getting that. But plan B was AJ Styles winning the WWE Championship, going on to WrestleMania and challenge Edge, and we get that for the WWE title while also still getting Roman Reigns versus Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania. We didn't get that. We're not getting that. We're getting champion versus champion. Now, business-wise, I love it. They're going to market the fuck out of that. It's going to be great. It's going to be great. What happens? Let me tell you what happens. Roman Reigns wins. The Rock comes out. He celebrates with Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns feels disrespected. He takes this personal. You know why? Because The Rock's going to come out. He's going to get a big pop from the Dallas faithful. Everyone's going to be focusing on The Rock and happy to see him. Roman Reigns is going to take that as disrespectful and attack The Rock. He's going to rock bottom The Rock. Rock is going to be on his back. And then Roman Reigns, he's going to put his boot on The Rock's stomach. Talking shit. This is my yard. I'm the king. I'm the tribal chief. I'm the head of the table. And that is how you start the build, the one-year build for The Rock and Roman Reigns heading into WrestleMania 39. Period. End of story. I booked it. It needs to happen exactly like that. Exactly how I laid it out to you. We'll see what happens. Is WWE going to listen to me? We don't know. We'll find out. We'll find out on WrestleMania Night 2. But I appreciate everybody joining me. Thank you so much for... If you're going to go out and listen to the podcast today or tomorrow... Or whenever you get an opportunity to, thank you very much. Continue to support the podcast. If you guys can go out and spread the word of the Wrestling Takeover, follow me again on Instagram at the Wrestling Takeover. Follow me on Twitter at JT Takeover. And continue to subscribe, listen, and share the Wrestling Takeover on all available 
podcasting platforms. I love doing this. I'm just going to continue to grind. I'm going to continue to hustle. And that's what I'm going to continue to do, man. I love doing this. You know, I want to get uh, sponsorships. I want to do all those things, but I'm not going to be able to get those things unless I continue to put the work in. And that's what I'm going to continue to do. Thank you guys so much for listening. This is your host, Jordan Turner, the King. And I will see you guys next time right here on the most creative podcast in the entire wrestling community. The most honest. And like I said, the most creative. This is the wrestling takeover. Soundstripe.